This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Hi guys and welcome to Oddson Champions League. Let's analyze the last four games of the last 16 round. We have especially Real Madrid-Atalanta and Chelsea Atletico de Madrid with our guys Dani Fisiquela and Álvaro Romeo but I also want to know your opinion so let me know what you think in the comment section and you will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet and also remember if you enjoyed the video press the like button subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications and now let's go on with the show we have this week the last four games of the last 16 round of the Champions League so let's analyze everything with Dani Fisiquela and Álvaro Romeo hi guys Hello, And we have two games that are very, very interesting, but we can place our bets in all four, starting with the first one. Probably this one is not really interesting in the point of view about who is going to go through. Man City, Gladbach, this game is going to be played in Budapest in the first leg 0-2, not only because of the result of the citizens, but the form of these two teams are completely opposite. Gladbach, they are terrible right now. 10th in the Bundesliga. They were defeated against Augsburg in the weekend. Six defeats in a row in all competition. And Danny, the citizens are cruising in the Premier League 0-3 in the weekend. That's why the odds are 1.27. So we have to check the Asian handicap to find some value here. Well, first of all, who knew that after Ferenc Varos was kicked out of the Champions League, so many games would have been played in Budapest. Shame. <laughs> obviously, people cannot see them. And obviously, with Manchester City, is a team that's won 23 out of the last uh, 24 games. And I think at the moment, Guardiola is in the experimental phase. He's got basically the league won. And against Fulham, he tried something that he hasn't been doing in a while so playing with two up front Jesus and Aguero didn't quite work out in the first half um, you know me then he reverted to a, a more usual um, line I think the, the fact with the with City is that uh, they almost play like cat and mouse uh, you know, they pass, pass, pass. They're very patient in the build-up. Perhaps this year they're less spectacular than what they are. Sometimes they even leave you a little bit of possession, but then they're very able to recover the ball higher the pitch. It's a game about patience, and eventually they break you down. And, uh, you know, Guardiola was able to rest important players, De Bruyne, Foden, Gundogan, Mairetz, so obviously they will be fired up for the uh, for the game at the uh, Budapest. Uh, probably another start for Aguero that probably needs to regain some of his old form. I'm, you know, I was impressed in the first leg. The City were so dominant. Uh, Guardiola seemed to have all the answers to uh, Barus, Borussia Mönchengladbach threat, especially with Cancelo coming more into uh, the middle. Manchester City have won 10 of the last 11 home games in the Champions League, of course, at the Etihad, averaging 3.5 goals. So, you know, that should, should suggest you there could be plenty of goals. And for Borussia Dortmund, you mentioned, you know, they are the 13 worst defense in Bundesliga. Probably the news that Marco Rose is leaving at the end of the season is having an impact so let's go for goals in this case over 3.5 so uh, Manchester City to 
continue with their average that pays 240. Yeah, that news of Rose leaving to Dortmund probably hurt the team. Really bad run. Probably, or almost for sure, they won't play in Europe uh, next season. So Alvaro, for instance, here, uh, Danny pointed out the over market. Also, the Asian handicap minus two, for instance, 2.25, thinking that the citizens will thrash Mönchengladbach. Yeah, and that is one of the... Um odds that I will take, the Asian Handicap minus two for Manchester City. Uh, that's exactly what I have jotted down. And uh, there is another one that I do like there, uh, minus uh, five Asian Handicap in corners for Manchester City. I do believe that they are going to attack a lot. And uh, it is very likely that uh, Pep Guardiola's team gets to the to the byline and tries to put many crosses as well with the fullbacks too. So I am expecting Manchester City dominating and attacking. I mean, this is not a surprise what I am saying, but uh, there, is, uh, there are a couple of things that I would like to, to say here. Uh, one thing is Manchester City in the Premier League and another thing is in the Champions League. In the Premier League the other day I was at Craven Cottage, it was freezing by the way on Saturday, and I saw Manchester City uh, having a very dominant display, playing with the 3-2-5 when they have the ball, which is quite unbelievable, with Cancelo and Mendy playing as attacking wingers and then defending with the 5-2-3 when it came to not having the ball. So it was interesting to see the flexibility of Pep Guardiola. I believe that in the league, uh, that flexibility is going to be kept. But I wonder if in the championship, Pep Guardiola, uh, based on the previous experiences, at some point he is going to be a little bit more cautious, as it happened to Kim playing against Olympique Lyon back in August, because he knows that um, his teams they have been taken or caught on the break in the Champions League. And there is something that explains all this. Look, I think Pep Guardiola wants to avoid, wants to avoid to concede first, no matter what. Not necessarily for this game, but going, going forward. Look, uh, Manchester City, um, they have drawn two and they have lost two of the four Premier League games when conceding first this season. And I believe that Manchester City is a team that has a great nil-nil management. Normally they score first and they've got uh, a great management of uh, any time they have the lead. They know how to keep it. When they concede first, they suffer. I don't think that against Gladbach uh, they are going to suffer from this, but moving ahead or going ahead in the Champions League, this is something that may cost them. The fact that they don't have any resort to uh, go for the epic win. They don't have it. They haven't shown it yet. So in this case, I think that the game is going to be an all-right game, it's going to have uh, probably Manchester City dominating throughout. I don't think necessarily that they are going to keep a clean sheet, but they will try to, just uh, as a good experience for the next championship games. And I think that it's going to be a lower scoring game that uh, you may think of, because I don't think that Manchester City is going to go crazy for the third and the fourth after scoring the first two goals. So, as I said before, minus five corners for Manchester City and an Asian handicap of minus two for Manchester City. Probably uh, keeping a clean sheet or somewhere near that would be my bet. Okay, I think uh, no one can give um, Gladbach an option at this stage of the season, despite the 0-2 of the first leg and also not playing in the Etihad, but the Germans have no option. It's much more interesting the next game on Tuesday, Real Madrid-Atalanta, because the advantage of the Spanish team is only 1-0, and it was thanks to that uh, goal scored by Mendy in the last minute of the game, even if they played for with one 
Player more almost the whole game and Real Madrid, they are struggling in La Liga. Zidane decided to rotate, of course, against Elche and they were almost unable to beat uh, a weak team like Elche. Only Benzema could break the draw. Cross, Modric, they didn't play. Sergio Ramos is back. But there is some fear, Álvaro, in Madrid because of this game. Real Madrid were kicked out of the competition in the last two years um, at home, actually against Ajax and against City, losing both games and Atalanta. They travel very well in the Champions League. They won all three games away this season in the Champions and against uh, big teams. Five straight victories for them away in the competition. So this is not done for sure for Los Blancos. It is not done. I think that uh, Real Madrid uh, has the know-how to win the game, that's for sure. I mean, in fact, they won La Liga last season like that, making sure that they won 1-0. Uh, they kept the clean sheet and with Sergio Ramos back, that is easier, obviously. Uh, when it comes to Atalanta, well, uh, you know, uh, this weekend uh, they managed to uh, still stay in the Champions League positions despite Napoli's uh, win over Milan. Uh, they also won. It's true that Freuler won't be there uh, because he was sent off in the in the first game, unfortunately for Atalanta. But I believe that with them, uh, the attacking football is not negotiable. I mean, they are going to uh, keep that appetite and they try probably to hurt Real Madrid. And more so now that they have to, ever since they have to come back from a 1-0 deficit at home. Uh, when it comes to Real Madrid, uh, this is not a team that uh, you can expect spectacular things from. This is not a team that you can expect a 4-0 or, or a 5-0 from. Uh, at the end of the day, you just have to check the record lately and they are a low scoring team that they try to keep the defensive uh, tightness. Uh, they try to uh, stay very professionally uh, at the back and at the same time, uh, they rely a lot on the three men midfield of Modric, Casemiro and Toni Kroos. I think that uh, that uh, midfield trio is for history in Real Madrid and probably the three of them uh, will uh, you know, will be very important against Atalanta. I believe that uh, I believe that uh, the game is going to be probably for Real Madrid. Uh, Real Madrid, uh, as I said before, they are going through a difficult time when it comes to scoring, but defensively they are very good. So I'm going for the following. The under two goals market that pays 345. A clean sheet for Real Madrid is interesting as well. 325 as well, even though I don't back that necessarily. I think that the, the under two goal market is more interesting. And Real Madrid being the first team to score, this is something that I keep as well, but for, for the ACA. That pays 175. I think Atalanta, um, they feel they have a chance this time because obviously the disappointment of having to play with 10 men for such a long spell of the game and still managing to be in the game, the game is quite vivid uh, with them. Uh, as you mentioned rightly, the attacking options is non-negotiable for them. We know they're going to go for it. After all, they got the second best attack in Serie A with 63 goals scored. They scored 10 in the last four. They didn't score against Inter. They lost 1-0, but they should have deserved at least one or two goals. So, you know, they are a team that is mentally prepared for big games and they shown. I mean, after all, this is a team the last year was one minute away from knocking out uh, Paris Saint-Germain. As I do remember, they won at Liverpool, they won at Ajax this year. So no doubt they got the right uh, mentality. However, to knock Madrid out away, it's quite an effort. And 
Atalanta needs to be the real Atalanta that we know. They need to play high rhythm. Also, they need to be really focused at the back. Sometimes they let simple goals in. Sometimes, you know, even in the Serie A, when the game is a little bit slow, maybe, you know, they're not dominated completely. They, they make some mistakes. Basically, we need to see the Atalanta that did win at Valencia one year ago to them to really have a chance to progress. Man, Real Madrid, um, I was impressed by the fact that they scored late, you know. They, they, the last five goals they scored, they was always been late in the last, you know, after the 75th minute. That could be the sign of a team that has got a lot of resources when the other teams get tired. Or also is a, is a, is a show, a team that is not quite there in creating enough chances before. You can, you can look it up both ways. In terms of absences, I think... Uh, Casemiro. Casemiro. Yeah, yeah. Casemiro. Casemiro, Casemiro is out. I, I wanted to point that out because I said before that the three men midfield is very important. Fede Valverde is going to play instead, probably. You read my mind. I was talking about Casemiro. Yeah. And I think in the Real Madrid team, he's the only one irreplaceable. They don't have another Casemiro. Now, you can play without Cross. You will play without Isco. You can play without Modric. Okay, maybe... Madrid can spark something together, but without Casemiro, I think it's a real, real concern uh, for them. Um, I don't think they will underestimate the game, Real Madrid, as they did against Ajax two years ago. This is quite different uh, for them, but um, this time I'm going to go for Atalanta, not to win the tie, I think it's very difficult to say, but to score first, to take the lead, and that pays 238. Uh, Casemiro, that is also very important in the offensive uh, way. Actually, he's uh, in the set pieces, especially. He's an specialist. And remember also, last nine home games for Real Madrid in the Champions League, only three victories, especially probably suffering in Valdebebas. There is no effect uh, Santiago Bernabeu, but also at Bernabeu, uh, Los Blancos suffer really heavy defeats in the last year. So, well, attention to this game. We have good odds actually for everything. If you fancy Atalanta, 3.5, for instance, to win at uh, Madrid. Then on Wednesday, this is completely done. Bayern Munich, Lazio. I think we all expected uh, an easy result and an easy tie for Bayern Munich, but it was 0 4 already in the 47th minute in the first leg, 1 4 at the end so Lazio just traveling to Munich to enjoy probably the city if they can and their last game in the Champions League because it's going to be very difficult for them to qualify next season David Crotone suffering in the weekend Immobile is not scoring recently and Bayern beat Werder Bremen now their difference in the Bundesliga is even uh, higher with uh, Leipzig um, Dani Flick didn't even rest players in the Bundesliga game against Werder Bremen, so probably there will be some changes against Lazio, but nothing changed, I guess. Uh, Bayern really favorite. It's uh, let's put it let's put it plainly. It's impossible for Lazio to qualify because no team in the history of Champions League has ever overcome a defeat with three goals or more in the first leg at home. This happened 88 times, and 88 times out of 88, the team who scored three or more qualified. So Lazio 
are out. However, um, what, could, what could we expect from this game? We could expect both teams to score because I remember in the first leg there were moments where Lazio remembered to be a good team because sometimes they just basically forget and forget the basic and they play with fear and there probably could have been a clear penalty in the first half for Milinkovic-Savic. I'm sure Bayern would have won the game anyway. And if you look at Bayern defense, they tend to concede quite a lot for being such a dominant team. Nine goals conceded in the last six. The last clean sheet was at the FIFA World Cup played more than a month ago. However, since Ansi Flick took charge of Bayern, they won all the six Champions League games at home, an average score of 18 against three. So obviously, they are clearly favored. With Lazio, very unbalanced, too unbalanced. They concede against teams that in Italy, believe me, they do struggle to score, you know, to concede two against Bologna and two against Crotone. At this moment, I think it's quite an effort. I think sometimes, as I said, Lazio got that fear of being a good team. They forget how to do the basic things, they forget how to defend, and also they never seem to go for the killer blow. I saw them playing in Turin well for 25 minutes. They had the chance to go 2 0 up against Juventus, they let it go and then conceded three. You know, we're, we're all very familiar with the expression il braccino, so I'm not going to repeat it. Again, and that's what Lazio has. Immobile, I think he should rest for this game. I know he's the last year golden boot with 36 goals. He hasn't scored in more than a month. There is no reason why Immobile should be on the pitch, if not only for pride. Lazio has got much more important games to play. However, Inzaghi doesn't seem to have alternatives to his best 11. So I think the recruitment in the summer didn't really strengthen Inzaghi's squad. Plus, for this game, he will, all, he will also miss Lazzari, which is a very important player. I will go for a home-time, full-time result, both, both ways, home win, and that pays too. That's a good uh, bet, actually. We check the Asian handicap. Alvaro, minus 1.5 for Bayern, 1.96, minus 2. 2.63, for instance. Yeah, I mean, you already said everything I have chosen, so we can move, uh, we can go through. Uh, yeah, the halftime full-time for the home team is 195. That is something I will back. Um, the both teams to score, you could keep it for the ACA, that pays 175. And uh, from the Asian handicap, the minus two is really appealing as well, because that pays 261. Look, uh, I think that there is a thing with Lazio here that has to be said. Uh, for all... Uh, the, the good results that they have gotten in the last years, the qualification for the Champions League and all that, uh, some of the players they, re, they are relying uh, on, they are not that good. I mean, and they are uh, depicted as uh, really big stars, but actually they are not. I mean, is Milinkovic Savic, uh, has he got the, the making for a good superstar? Well, uh, he's a player who is still in evolution. I mean, this season, uh, he is, for example, running more than ever and uh, proving himself to be more industrious than ever. And three years ago, we thought that he was uh, one of those players who was very technically gifted and he was to, going to rely on his technique for the rest of his, of his career. Joaquin Correa, this is a player that at Sevilla he was all right. And in Lazio is very important. Uh, what about Luis Alberto, for example, another player that in Spain never make, made the headlines for anything. And he went to Lazio and he became a very important player too. So, and yet there are some players in there that domestically, they are good enough, they make the difference. Chiro Immobile, however, I think that he is out of this category, he's a better player than, than the rest of them. But um, as I said before, in the Champions League you need something else, and uh, especially to play against uh, opponents like Bayern. 
Look, when it comes to Bayern Munich, uh, the funny thing about this is that they have won six titles in one season, like Pep Guardiola's Barcelona did in 2009, but they are not aiming perfection, um, which makes them very entertaining. Uh, Pep Guardiola's Barcelona was aiming perfection a little bit more. They were conceding less, they were looking for the clean sheet whenever they, they could, and that was what made uh, that team, uh, you know, so almost perfect. Uh, you knew that uh, they were doing so many things right uh, defensively and in attacking. Uh, however, Bayern is not exactly like that. They go for the first goal, for the second. They don't mind to score very early, unlike Manchester City, for example, that they suffer when they concede first. Bayern doesn't mind that much. And I believe that uh, this makes this team not only entertaining, but also sometimes uh, uh, it makes the games uh, a little bit more unpredictable. Look, the attacking force they've got is unbelievable. This weekend they beat Werder Bremen 3-1. Uh, it's never easy to play at Werder Bremen ground. And uh, I'm going to go for what I said before. I think that Bayern is going to win this game, definitely. The Asian handicap minus two is my favorite bet. And as Daniel said, the halftime, full-time is something that I really, really uh, take into consideration too, because that doubles up your bet. Candidate number one, in my opinion, to win again the Champions League, even if the bookies don't say that, but Bayern Munich is very, very strong. Then, last game, we have really good one. Chelsea, Atletico de Madrid, probably we won't see many goals as Tuchel and Simeone are looking forward to another tactical battle. We saw it uh, in the first leg. Giroud was the one scoring and how things have changed for Chelsea since Tuchel took charge. They were unable to beat Leeds in the weekend, but the thing is that they don't concede. No goals conceded in the last five, only two goals conceded in the last 12 games. And that's amazing. Whereas Alvaro, it looks like Atletico, uy, 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 La Liga is getting more complicated for them. They drew against Getafe in the weekend, only two victories in the last seven games. And in the Champions League, well, they remember the, what they did last season at Anfield, getting the victory there to qualify. And they are looking forward to doing the same at Stamford Bridge. Here you go, Chelsea or Atletico. That's very tricky. I, I just want to flag that Atletico to qualify pays 4-10, uh, which is something that uh, if you believe that in Atletico, you should keep in mind because that's uh, very good money. Look, uh, here let me break it down a little bit. Uh, I think that Chelsea have improved a lot against Thomas Tuchel. Uh, maybe they haven't improved enough to be a super Euro European force. But definitely in defense, uh, they are much better. I think that Chelsea defensively were all right in October. Very good, in fact. And then they lost that. They lost that mojo somewhere. Thomas Tuchel came and he managed to regain it, to get it back. He's rotating a lot, actually. And uh, with a positive effect, I would say. Uh, the fullbacks are rotating. Apilicueta, Rhys James, they play one game each. Uh, Marcos Alonso, Ben Chilwell, same story. Uh, then when it comes to the attacking uh, options, they are pretty much infinite for Chelsea to the point that the other day Christian Pulisic was playing in a very strange role, a little bit deeper as well, and that uh, seemed to work all right for the American too. And uh, the only problem that I see with this Chelsea is that I don't think that they've got a person who can uh, give the final pass. And uh, sometimes that makes Chelsea's attacks a little bit static and uh, it all relies on giving the ball to the wingers and the wingers to make the difference there. If the wingers don't make the difference for Chelsea, sometimes their game is a little bit uh, shallow and it doesn't have a cutting edge. All that said, I think that Chelsea is in a better place than they were two months ago. Atletico de Madrid. I think that they suffer a lot from not having their uh, 
attacking fullbacks in the first leg against uh, against Chelsea, Trippier, Yannick Carrasco uh, weren't fully fit. Uh, and I think as well that they rely a lot on Luis Suarez to the point that uh, he doesn't score. It's difficult to think who is the second best scoring source for Atletico de Madrid, considering now that Joao Felix is uh, playing on and off, which is a real shame. And uh, Correa, when he's on the pitch, he's not exactly threatening when uh, he goes on attack. Look, I think that this game is going to pan out a little bit like this. I believe that Atletico is going to go uh, for the first goal, and uh, if they get it, they are going to defend again. I don't see Atletico de Madrid having the nature to go for the second goal crazy. So I'm going for the following. I think that the draw in the first half is something that I could back. Uh, Atletico attacking, not crazily, but attacking, and not being able to score because everything relies on Suarez. And Suarez away from home in the championship hasn't been good in the last six years. So a draw in the first half that duplicates your money. And the under three goals market, I will keep it for the ACA. That plays, uh, that pays 131. And remember, if you believe in Atletico, Atletico to qualify pays 410. And uh, even if they don't, I mean, why not take the risk and put your money there? It's a it's a difficult one to call. I think it's the most open of the four games. And uh, I, I agree with Alvaro, the first half draw it's very appealing also because we are looking at two teams uh, that at the moment they struggle to score i mean um, probably against uh, getafe atletico were a little bit unlucky they had uh, 17 shots on target they couldn't score but they're trying to play a different style of football perhaps less direct and trying to move the ball a little bit more but if you don't have the personnel there as well as to somebody who could supply the good ball to Luis Suarez it could be could be difficult I know in the last six games only Suarez Llorente and Joao Felix have scored so as Alvaro said you know they are they don't seem to have lots of options in the game against Chelsea at the beginning of the month they were quite negative, I think. They were almost so the bad version of Cholismo, you know, uh, sitting deep, not very being very propositive. So I wonder whether it's the pressure is getting onto them. This is a team that has lost 11 of the last 24 points in La Liga. You wonder whether they have a squad deep enough to compete in two uh, fronts. Uh, you know, they've done it before, of course, with the Simeone reaching almost the double in a historic season. But this is uh, something else, of course. With uh, Tuchel, I'm, I'm impressed by his flexibility and by his mentality. I think, uh, I don't know, I mean, everyone says he's a very European and modern manager. Sometimes he seems to me the most, the more Italian of the modern managers, because he always applies the, the idea, if you don't, if you cannot win, at least don't lose. And the way they approach the game at Leeds, Think was quite conservative at the end when it was like 25 minutes to go they settled for a point they say okay it's a good point uh, to have away but again keeping the clean sheet and not losing uh, they need a goal scorer i think uh, they need somebody who can score more goals if uh, uh, tuchel can revitalize timo werner who's a who's a forward that does the good movements makes the good runs cannot score enough, doesn't finalize enough. If they can have a, a number nine score more, I think they will climb up the table, they'll go above and they probably qualify in the Champions League even more. Um, strangely enough, this game matters more for Chelsea than for Atletico, because Atletico are still top of the league, whereas Chelsea, they're not sure if they're going to qualify 
for the next uh, Champions League. Uh, I would have gone for a first half draw, but because that's taken, I'm going to go for an under two goals. So basically only one goal, but obviously if there are two goals, then you get your money back and that pays 250. I find it... Yep. Only one more thing that has to be said. Uh, I said before that Chelsea has problems when it comes to creating football. I do believe that they need good midfielders. Mason Mount and Jorginho are not playing. And, uh, you know, those are two very sensitive absentees for the team as well, for the team of Tuchel. Mm -hmm. Another market that we can take a look, both teams to score no, for instance, is 1.87. Uh, <laughs> after everything that you've said. Oh, so entertaining. Yeah, well, it's going to be a tactical battle for sure. It's uh, interesting and for sure, I think we will arrive until the last uh, 20 minutes of the game with everything to be decided. So, this is the Champions League and we saw it, how interesting it was, for instance, the Juve Porto and for sure Real Madrid, Atalanta and uh, Chelsea, Atletico de Madrid. We will have fun. Then, guys, uh, let's do an ACA, starting with you, Dani. Okay, so Manchester City to score in both halves, uh, Real Madrid-Atalanta over 2.5 goals, Bayern Munich to win the first half, and uh, Chelsea to score first against Atletico de Madrid, total odds uh, 10.72. Okay, and yours, Alvaro? Uh, a bit more conservative this time, a home win for Manchester City, uh, Madrid to be the first team to score against Atalanta, an Asian handicap of minus two for Bayern and under three goals in the Chelsea Atletico that pays 7.47. All right, then, guys, thank you very much. We have more European football this week, so let's keep in touch. See you. See you soon. Ciao. Thank you. We have our ACA, we have our bets, but I also want to know your opinion. So let me know what you think in the comment section and you will also have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. And remember, if you enjoyed the video, press the like button, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. You can also listen to all our videos in our podcast. We will be back with more odds on Champions League.